Welcome to the Serendipitous Rebel Podcast. I'm Wendy. And I'm Crystal. This podcast is for the adventure-loving, purpose-driven, action-minded, authentic, and rebellious entrepreneurs. Just like us. And just like you, we are trying to figure shit out. So join us as we talk about business and life and everything in between. To the Serendipitous Rebel podcast. My name is Crystal, and I'm joined by the brilliant, the beautiful, the giving me the most horrified look on Zoom right now, Wendy. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> She's just looking at the mirror and, and commenting about herself. Well, I mean, I can see both of us. I think we're both a pretty great day. And we have beautiful Costa Rica backdrops on our screens. I'm just going to transport out of this rainy, drizzly weather that I'm experiencing here in Texas. And you're experiencing rainy, drizzly weather too. And if it's got to be rainy and drizzly, I'd rather be in Costa Rica. Amen. So today, Winnie and I have been talking behind the scenes. We are working on our masterminding opportunity in Costa Rica this fall, when we were putting it together, I kept calling it a mastermind and Wendy kept calling it masterminding. We thought that'd be a really interesting topic for today. What is the difference between mastermind and masterminding and why the distinctive difference? That's that questions to you. You know, it's, it's an interesting thing. Well, first of all, this is my own making. And I am convinced that I'm going to make masterminding the new verb. (laughs) This is the new verb. I think that a lot of us have gone to masterminds, which obviously is a noun. What we end up doing is we sit around and sometimes they're in absolutely lovely hotels or lovely Airbnbs. And we sit around and we have our pads of paper in front of us. I think that a lot of times it's around like hot seats where one person is called up and you're fried up like an egg on a, on a stool in the front of the room. And anybody wondered, Wendy hates hot seats. (laughs) Yeah. I, I process differently. And I think that I'm actually more the norm than everybody. I've always think that I'm just the only one, but I don't really think that anymore. No, they're very uncomfortable. Yeah. First of all, you're put on a hot seat about a question that you have and you spend time thinking, is it too personal? Is it generic enough? Will anyone else give a crap? All these kinds of things. So I'm not paying attention to anyone else. A lot of times it's steered towards who is organizing the retreat or the mastermind. I think that the interesting thing is that my background is adult education. My background is doing retreats at the higher education association level. I think that people think that doing masterminds or doing retreats, oh, it's easy. And all you have to do is get people in a room and you can give them advice. I think that that's really, when you think of a mastermind, that's what it is. Oh, don't get me wrong. It's not that it's not helpful. I feel that taking a different twist adds so much to it. And I think your next question, I can read your mind. It's actually the bubble that's over your head that's saying, well, what do you mean by that? (laughs) I think we've been working together too long. Yeah. (laughs) 
the bubble that's in the waterfall. What do I mean by that is when I think of masterminding, I think of act activity. I think of active movement. Mm -hmm. I think of doing things that take us outside of the comfort of a meeting room or a couch, you know, sofa on Airbnb and put us in places where we're stretched. We have to, where it's multi-sensory. I really do think about the retreat. I'm sorry, the, well, retreat mastermind, whatever you want to call it that we did in Costa Rica, that was very active. We would start in the morning with a breakfast working breakfast, which in and of itself is an activity because you're, you're actually eating. Well, maybe not all throughout it, but there's, you're eating, you're having your morning beverage. And it's always interesting. I have to throw in there to watch people drink their morning coffee or drink their morning tea and the looks of utter delight on people's faces. Anyway, I digress. And then you're off, you're out, you're walking around, you're seeing different things. You're really bonding with other people in a different way. It's an opportunity to say, hey, what'd you think about the question this morning? Or how do you really feel about blah, blah, whatever? What I think is so powerful is that when you're in nature or when you're out in space that's outside of your comfort zone, you don't necessarily know what will happen. And what do I mean by that? I mean, we went zip lining and there were 10, not routes, but 10, what do they call them? Zip lines? 10 courses. 10 courses. One, I have a fear of heights and I've never done this before. And I made it to number three and I was jumping for joy. I was ecstatic. I mean, I didn't care that the rest of you went on to number 10. I was like, whoa, for me, that was a huge moment of, overcoming something. And after that, I had this adrenaline flow that had me yammering forever. You may not tell from the podcast. I'm not usually a yammerer. She is a yammer post-workout. Yes. Post a thrilling experience. But I think we all are because we all kind of get that boost of adrenaline in our minds. Yes. We lose that when we are stagnant sitting behind a computer Exactly. Or sitting behind a desk or sitting on a couch or sitting in a meeting room all day long. Our brains can only process so much. I joke around that aren't we sitting on our brains a lot of the time anyway, and we have to get off of that. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Ooh, I like that. Because the conversation didn't start at working breakfast. So working breakfast started with the prompt of the day of whatever the curriculum was working around, the conversations continued. The conversations continued in the bus ride. Participants had time to ruminate and process, which is something yeah. I really appreciated as a processor myself. And Wendy, you're a processor, isn't that correct? <laughs> yes, yes. So processors like us, we need a minute for it to sit and ruminate in our brains for a few minutes, a few hours before we can even articulate the question for the next thing. You're unable to do that when you jump from topic to topic to topic every 45 minutes in a conference or in some of these other mastermind opportunities that I've seen out in the entrepreneurial space. It's really just bringing in a bunch of speakers to talk and sell, talk and sell, talk and sell all day for however many days. 
while that is really, really valuable, what's the best part of those masterminds? Oh, ooh, ooh, I'm raising my hand. Call yeah, on me. Go, go, go. Best part of that is the time that you have outside of the room. It's a friend slash biz buddy of mine was telling me that she recently went to a retreat and the best time was by the pool where she and some of the other participants had the chance just to hang out, enjoy. Again, it, it was a change of scenery. And really, they had such an amazing chance to chit chat, get to know each other better. With that comes the magic of, oh, I now have someone I can call upon. Now I have someone I can trust. And no like and trust on a really deeper level really a much deeper level. It's more of an active participation. And one of the things that I've had the privilege of doing in my professional life since, okay, we're not going to talk about that. Actually, now that I think about it, putting together the small groups was one of the things that I did as a college intern when I first worked for an association. (laughs) So, okay, I've been doing this since 1987. Before you were born. Okay. We'll no, that was going. not before I was born in all fairness. Yeah. The word what? Two. Exactly. But it's the opportunity to, to give people the space with which to ask their own questions mm-hmm. and give people the opportunity in a safe, comfortable sharing space to say, Hey, I'm not making the money I need to make in my business. How can I that's really bothering me. What can I do about that? Or, Hey, I can't thrive in my business because I can't figure out my personal life or whatever it is. And it can transcend different elements. If you think about it, when something's really troubling you and sitting, you have this question in the back, in your mind. Mm -hmm. And as we know, what we think about expands and expands and expands. Unless you have, you get the answers to these questions or help solving problems or challenges, you can't really grow. You can't really, whether it's growing, whether it's getting unstuck, whatever it is, I really think, and I've seen how masterminding gives you the opportunity to bring to light what is really on your mind, in your heart, and take it to a different level because you're getting the answers you need. (laughs) And what's the beautiful about it, and I've seen, it may not necessarily be the answer you want, but that leads to these really amazing aha moments and opportunities to create something new. And I've seen it happen. That's what I absolutely love about Mastermind. Ding. (laughs) Mastermind, ding. It's actively doing the mastermind. It's actively having the conversations because you're right. And I think it's really that whole multi-sensory experience. That's part of it. It's incorporating the ability to it's walking and chewing gum at the same time, plus smelling beautiful air or smelling beautiful flowers and feeling, you know, the, the beautiful warmth of the sun. And it's, it's incorporating maybe something that's a bit of a challenge. I mean, I think of one of our amazing attendees in Costa Rica, she did some hiking that I'm so proud of her for what she, what, what she did mm-hmm. uh, recently. She did it again. I think today. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she did. Yeah. 
Yes. Really, it's door opening. It's absolutely door opening. It's an adrenaline hit that you want to continue. Well, and what was really great about that participant's experience was that she did, it's going through the motions of everything that we tell entrepreneurs to do and what the entrepreneurial experience is, which is you have to actively do stuff. You have to do things outside of your comfort zone. You have to push yourself beyond your limits of what you did not imagine is possible. And the more you do that, the more confident you are to do it again. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yes. That was beautifully put, by the way. I have my moments. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Probably more than just one. When, when you can take a traditional mastermind, which is again, sitting in front of lectures, sitting in a meeting room, not actually enjoying the location that you're a part of until much later in the evening. And then you're trying to smush in all of the good stuff because it was the same thing for me. I went to a conference in Orlando in February and the best part of it was the networking and the organic conversations that took place in the evening. And it was even the decision for some of us to skip some of the more organized events because we wanted to network and talk with each other more because we were really learning more from each other than we were learning from the actual event. It was the ability for us to all kind of go round table and say, all right, this is the one thing I'm really struggling with in my business right now. What do you guys think? And when you can attend a mastermind event of that caliber, you're bringing people to the table that have great experience, great business experience, great life experience, and other perspectives that they can bring to the table that kind of get you out of your own bubble. Because oftentimes we get tunnel vision in our own businesses and in our own world to the point that we don't even know what we need at any given time. But what is amazing about working with Wendy for me is that she thinks differently than I do. And so she often has a different perspective or a different way of looking things Sometimes it pisses me off, but she pushes me out of my comfort zone to say, hey, have you thought about it this way? Or actually, I think it would be better if we did it this way and really drills into, I really don't think that's the problem. I actually think that this is the problem. And you need to process those things out loud with other entrepreneurs. And you need to have that opportunity to do that, especially when you're a solopreneur and you don't have a team of people that you work with daily to do that because Wendy and I have each other to build off of terrifyingly enough, but not everybody has that. And so you need, you need to talk to other people about it. Yes. I mean, I guess I should say more than just, yes. The other thing that pops to, it pops into my mind is that it's, it's also this level of community that builds Mm -hmm. that when you understand, when you, when you're in a position where you've shared uh, and shared physical experiences, shared um, business, you know, experiences about your business, it creates a community that, um, well, that first of all, that extends beyond the time, you know, these are like, these, these are your business people. These are your, you know, this is your, you know, your tribe or whatever, um, whatever you want, whatever you want to, however you want to call it. But, um, there's 
there's a real beauty to what can come out of that, a beauty about the camaraderie. And really when you share experiences, you, you really find your like-minded tribe and powerful and so valuable. Actually it's invaluable. Um, I think about who has, you know, I think about, well, I think about you, but I also think about Irina Chase Miller, who I have um, been on a number of, you know, well, she came with to Costa Rica with us. Plus I've been um, on a a number of masterminds with her and you, you just, you, you develop a, a trust you develop, you know, when you're sitting next to someone, when you're sharing a glass of wine, when you're um, breaking bread, when you're also listening, um, just, you know, later, well, I was going to say late night conversations. I'm never a late night person. So later evening conversations or things like that. But you really, um, it's like you want to hang with this person. You want to work with this person. And um, I think that those are the really powerful things that come out of this type of experience that also it's, it's hard to find these days. I think that many of us, especially solopreneurs, we struggle for that camaraderie. We struggle for that, those bonds. Um, And, you know, I think that's, again, one of those really important elements of masterminding um, because you're doing things with people. I mean, heck, I don't cook. We cooked a meal. Oh my gosh, they wanted me to cut vegetables. It was not pretty. It was and I, pretty and it was delicious, by the way. Yeah, but yes, except, you know, no one cared. They ate the vegetables. Didn't matter, you know, but I was like, I can't cut these. I don't know how to cut vegetables. I just admitted a real weakness. Um, but these are the things that later on are so super, they're invaluable. Um, the, these relationships that you build and that, you know, and I think that that's one of the things that we realize the value and the importance and um, our feelings have been that, you know, you continue the relationships when you get home, when you get home, that does nothing, you know, nothing has to end when the plane lands kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. Because I, because we all crave it authentic connection uh, we really crave finding our people and sometimes entrepreneurship can be really lonely and your friends and family don't get it. Friends and family <laughs> don't get like, why are you doing this? You're crazy. <laughs> but, but your fellow entrepreneurs, your fellow solopreneurs, like they're in the trenches with you. They've mm-hmm. been there. They get it. They get how hard this can be sometimes. They've come up across a lot of the same problems, a lot of the same issues. And it's easier to be vulnerable in those situations than it is, you know, with just other, you know, normal working people. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I completely, completely agree. Um, And, you know, it's so important not only for, well, so, you know, the success of our businesses, we, you know, most of us are in business to be successful for whatever, whatever our purpose is. Um, and 
I, I think that an element that is overlooked is really that the personal side, the, the well-being side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think also the masterminding is an opportunity to really holistically take time for yourself to do the recharging and the rejuvenation and the, um, I know there's another R in there. And I just, for the life of me, cannot think of it. Um, <laughs> Reconnect. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Again, it's getting out there. It's not being a super uber athlete. You don't, you know, one has to do that. It's wanting to enjoy some nature, try something new, have some experiences that you now can share with other people and things that actually really get you excited when you get home. And I think that that, that's also a really important piece as well, is that you're so rejuvenated that you're like, I'm ready. I'm ready. I mean, we launched a program (laughs) right after we got home. (laughs) What? What? Yeah. (laughs) Actually, the funny thing is we, we worked on it the entire plane ride home. And I know actually for a fact that there were others doing the exact same thing. Because it's also like, how does this benefit my business? Well, your own personal mental health and well-being is super beneficial. Mm -hmm. And for those of us who live, just to kind of reiterate, those of us who are solopreneurs or were solopreneurs, we live a very sheltered life and we don't necessarily have other people who then become your cheerleaders, who then become your advocates, who then become your critical ears. It's such a valuable your sounding board to talk you off the ledge when shit's hitting the fan because yes gonna hit the fan exactly exactly and it's not always easy to find people to find people and this is such a wonderful opportunity because we say up front that we are and therefore looking for you know people who love adventure so there are some people who be like no (laughs) <laughs> well, you, you know what? And my answer to that is, oh my gosh, that's fantastic that you know yourself well enough to mm-hmm. really know right off the bat. And for someone who's on the fence, I say, oh my gosh, give it a try. It's ultimately you do what you want to do, but you give it a try because you never know sometimes about things until you like it. It, it, a bit of adventure. And then we are very much purpose-driven. The purpose could be a lot of different levels, a lot of different ways, but it's really an understanding. And it may not be that you even exactly know what your purpose is yet, mm-hmm. but you know something's missing. I think then that's an important piece of it too. I knew that there was ju- just something missing before I did a lot, you know, a lot of the work on, you know, really what, what is my purpose? We talk about being action-minded and that's not only, Hey, I'm, I'm physically moving, but that's also, I'm ready to do the work I need to do in my business to take it to whatever level I want it to be. And that could be, you're going from five figures to six figures, six figures to seven figures, whatever. It could be your, Hey, I'm a, I'm a lifestyle. I want to be able to cut back my hours without really cutting back my, my um, income, whatever it is, it could be, I just want to find balance in my life, 
whatever it is, there's, there's definitely some value to, to the, to the holder. And then we always want authentic and rebellious people to hang out with. So it's, I think it's kind of cool that, and, and what we hope and want and, and desire for all entrepreneurs is that they can drill down that deeply and say, well, this is kind this is who, who, this is who we want to hang out with. <laughs> this is who um, we want. And if you don't just stay away. <laughs> and that's or, okay. or come hang out and see if you like us <laughs> and see if any um, of that resonates with you at all. And <laughs> well, certainly nobody looked back on their life and went, man, I wish I had just a little less adventure. <laughs> Or a little bit less fun. Well, I'd hope not. You never know. All right, guys. (laughs) Well, I think that is a wrap for today. Let us know what you think about mastermind versus masterminding and which you would rather do. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating. But only if you liked it. Otherwise, just keep it to yourself. You can learn more about our upcoming masterminding opportunities on our website at serendipitousrebel.com. And if you have topics you'd like to hear about, be sure to submit them on our website or DM us on social media. Hey, see you next week. Bye. Bye.